Hello, friend. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. This is Pastor Pitts Evans. On this podcast, we read and discuss one chapter of God's Word per episode. Let's go now to the Bible and see what the Lord has for us today. I'm reading from the NIV version of the Bible, Matthew chapter 4. Then Jesus was led by the Holy Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. After fasting forty days and forty nights, he was hungry. The tempter came to him and said, If you are the Son of God, tell these stones to become bread. Jesus answered, It is written, Man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him to the holy city and had him stand on the highest point of the temple. If you are the Son of God, he said, throw yourself down, for it is written, He will command his angels concerning you, and they will lift you up in their hands, so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. Jesus answered him, It is also written, Do not put the Lord your God to the test. Again, the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their splendor. All of this I'll give you, he said, if you will bow down and worship me. Jesus said to him, Away from me, Satan, for it is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Then the devil left him, and angels came and attended to him. When Jesus heard that John had been put in prison, he withdrew into Galilee. Leaving Nazareth, he went and lived in Capernaum, which was by the lake in the area of Zebulun and Naphtali, to fulfill what was said through the prophet Isaiah, Land of Zebulun and land of Naphtali, the way of the sea, beyond the Jordan, Galilee of the Gentiles. The people living in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of the shadow of death, a light has dawned. From that time on, Jesus began to preach, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven has come near. As Jesus was walking by the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon called Peter and his brother Andrew. They were casting a net into the lake, for they were fishermen. Come, follow me, said Jesus, and I will send you out to fish for people. At once they left their nets and followed him. Going on from there, he saw two other brothers, James the son of Zebedee and his brother John. They were in a boat with their father Zebedee, preparing the nets. Jesus called them, and immediately they left their boat and their father and followed him. Jesus went throughout Galilee, teaching in their synagogues, proclaiming the good news of the kingdom, and healing every disease and sickness among the people. News about him spread all over Syria, and people brought to him all those who were ill with various diseases, those suffering severe pain, the demon-possessed, those having seizures, and the paralyzed, and he healed them all. Large crowds from Galilee, the Decapolis, Jerusalem, Judea, and the region across the Jordan followed him. In verse 1 we read, Then Jesus was led by the Holy Spirit into the wilderness. So notice that Jesus was born as a man, even though he was the Son of God and part of the Godhead himself. In the days of his flesh, he had to be led by the Holy Spirit, just like any other man. So in this instance, we see the Holy Spirit leading Jesus into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil, because that was what heaven had foreordained needed to happen. 
And so after fasting for 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry, and the devil tempted him three different times. But he overcame the devil by quoting the scriptures to the devil each time. He didn't rail against him and say, who do you think you are? I'm the son of God. You can't talk to me that way. No, friends, he quoted the scriptures to the devil. That's the way he overcame the devil. And so notice he was fasting 40 days and 40 nights, and during this 40 days and 40 nights, he was tempted, but he overcame the temptation of the enemy. Jesus, in a mystical way, was redeeming the 40 days in the wilderness that the spies had gone into the promised land and then rejected the promised land for fear of the opposition. Jesus fulfilled his 40 days victoriously. So unlike the children of Israel in the generation of Moses and Joshua, who had to spend 40 years in the wilderness because they didn't approach the 40 days with faith, Jesus approached these 40 days with faith and thus fulfilled that time of testing successfully. And so, in a redemptive way, Jesus is redeeming the 40 uh, years of Israel in the wilderness. It's a mystical fulfillment, but it's nonetheless, it's clearly a, a reference to that temptation in the wilderness that Israel endured in the Old Covenant Scriptures in the book of Exodus and the book of Numbers. Next, we read about Jesus moving to Capernaum in uh, Matthew 4.12. When Jesus heard that John had been put in prison, he withdrew to Galilee leaving Nazareth, and he went and lived in Capernaum. Now, this Capernaum was to become Jesus's ministry headquarters. Capernaum is on the banks of the Sea of Galilee. It is a archaeological dig today, and you can go to Capernaum. You can find the synagogue remnants that were there in the time of Christ. You can actually stand in the places where Jesus probably stood in that first century synagogue, and you can see the antiquities from the first century. There are also various dwellings nearby in Capernaum. One is um, believed to be the home of Peter. It's very close within walking distance to the synagogue. But what you notice immediately is that this was a very small place. And so in Capernaum, he was to meet James and John and Peter and Andrew, and these were to become very close followers and apostles, early apostles. But they all were friends, and they all lived in this area. And so when Jesus came to Capernaum, he began to preach the kingdom of God, Matthew 4, 17. From that time on, Jesus began to preach, repent, for the kingdom of heaven has come near. In the Passion Translation, that verse reads this way, Keep turning away from your sins and come back to God, for heaven's kingdom realm is now accessible. You see, friends, with the coming of the Messiah, Jesus had opened up the realm of heaven to the Jews first to receive the fullness of what had been foretold in the Old Covenant Scriptures. And so here was Jesus standing on the banks of the Sea of Galilee, fulfilling the prophecies of the Old Covenant. In verse 18, Jesus was walking beside the Sea of Galilee, and he saw two brothers, Simon called Peter and his brother Andrew. They were casting a net into the lake, for they were fishermen. Verse 19, Jesus said, Come, follow me, and I will send you out to fish for people. And at once they left their nets and followed him. I want you to take note of that at once, because this was an unreasonable request in a way. These men had a business. They had lives. They had families. Uh, Jesus had just moved to town. But he said, abandon your nets and come and follow me. And the Bible says, at once they responded to the call of God. And then verse 21, going on from there, he saw two other brothers, James, the son of Zebedee, and his brother John. 
They were in a boat with their father Zebedee preparing their nets, and Jesus called to them. And immediately they left the boat and their father and followed him. So the responses, I want you to note the responses. Jesus called, and these four men immediately, at once, dropped what they were doing and followed Jesus. Now, sadly, I have to tell you that when Jesus called me as a very young man, I did not immediately drop what I was doing and follow him. In fact, for many years, I avoided the call of God and attempted to, in a way like Jonah, run from God. But these men were more virtuous than I was. Their response was to immediately drop what they were doing and to follow the Lord Jesus Christ. Reading in verse 19 again, Jesus called out to them and said, Come and follow me, and I will transform you into men who catch people for God. Immediately, they dropped their nets and left everything behind to follow God. And so the call was to catch people for God, to become fishers of men. And these fishermen in the natural abandoned their old profession, their old vocation, and became wandering followers of this Jesus with no um, promises of monetary compensation, with no promises that they'd be able to return to their old lives, with no promises other than the promise of the master who said, I'll make you fishers of men or fishers of people. And their virtue dictated that immediately they dropped their nets and left everything behind to follow Jesus. So I didn't respond that way. But friends, I'm asking you today, has Jesus been calling out to you? Do you know in your heart that Jesus has called you to abandon your old life and to follow him, whether through your salvation experience that still lies before you, or after having had your salvation experience, you know that he's calling you to do certain things, and you've avoided those things. I want to remind you of the early apostles immediately. They dropped what they were doing, and they followed Jesus. So have you responded immediately, or have you delayed obediently responding? Is it time for you to answer him and follow him, perhaps into full-time ministry, perhaps into missions work, perhaps into being a more outspoken witness in your workplace? For those who are called as disciples of Jesus, the response is always the same. We're supposed to become fishers of men. And we're supposed to immediately leave what we're doing and follow Jesus. And so today, I want to lay this out before you. For those who are called, and the Bible calls all to salvation, the Lord's desire is that none should perish, but all should come to a saving knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. Once we're called, we're healed emotionally, spiritually, physically, we're equipped, and we're sent. In this instance, these men were called, and they were moving into three years of preparation, where they'd go through healing and preparation and training, and then they'd be sent out. But the call was to come and be with Jesus. That's always the first call. Come and follow me, Jesus said. And so today, I'm issuing that call to you. I'm issuing that call to all men, whoever would hear these words, come and follow Jesus. Jesus is calling you, friends. Today is the day of salvation. Today is the day of new life. Today is the day of new beginnings. Jesus is calling you, and he has plans for you. Yes, to become fishers of men, but first to become healed, delivered, equipped, trained, and sent. And so, Lord, I just pray for the listening audience that many would respond today, that they would answer the call of Jesus Christ. And just as the early apostles, Peter and Andrew and James and John, 
dropped what they were doing, and immediately followed the Master. I pray, Lord, for each person in the listening audience today. Let them drop whatever it is that hinders them from following Christ. Lord, whether it's false religion, whether it's sin, whether it's mistaken ideas about your kingdom and your plans, Lord, whatever the devil has used to delay them from following you, I pray that that would be broken now in Jesus' name. I pray that they would respond gladly as disciples of the risen Lord Jesus Christ, and they would fulfill their destinies in you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.